Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Megan Schwan, owner of the accounting firm Sidekick Accounting Services, who is a virtual firm for clients nationwide with all kind of industries, and they offer four core services, bookkeeping, cash flow management systems, tax preparation, and tax planning. And they focus on empowering owners to understand and use their numbers to grow profitably and successfully. Fantastic. Megan, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. I'm so excited to be here today. <laughs> awesome. Well, can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Yeah, so I've been in business for nine years, nine and a half, I guess, technically, now that we're halfway through the year when we're recording this. <laughs> Um, and it's been a journey. I got to say, um, it's been the best journey uh, probably of my whole life, but definitely the hardest as well. And um, we service small business owners that want to grow. So small business owners that need the support, um, that want to kind of learn how their numbers make an impact on their decisions mm. um, and how to get to that next level, because everything goes back to your numbers, whether you know it or not. Um, it's just, you have more power when you know how to use them. And that's really where we have our clients is to make better data-driven decisions for their businesses so that they can continue to operate and be successful. Beautiful. Data-driven decisions. So, I mean, who wants to make a decision based on, I think, I mean, oh my gosh, we, we all think we know things or think we understand, but oh my gosh, to make it logically replace yeah. them here's what the data says and also here's maybe the knowledge that you guys have over you know small business owners who maybe maybe they're not experts in all these areas all these areas of business that we we have to sort of work on you know, accounting sales marketing to name a few oh my gosh it's a minefield so with your clients what kind of position are they in when they when they first reach out to help from you Yeah, it kind of comes in a variety of ways, but usually I would say there's probably two main places when they reach out to us. One is that they're not getting the support from their current bookkeeper or accountant that they feel that they need. So they're not getting monthly reports. They're not getting um, any kind of um, meetings or uh, strategy. They're not... they're not getting responses, the communication. Um, that's one one area that really is a big one. And then the other one is a lot of times, sometimes people don't have a, a solid accountant or bookkeeper in place. They've been doing it themselves, but mm. they know that they 
they want to get to the next level and they're just not sure how. Um, so that's probably the two big ways people come to us is that Ooh. they either have somebody that's not supporting them or they don't have anybody and they know they need it to get to that next level. <laughs> okay, let's, let's paint a bit, bit of a picture around that because what is it that, that small business owners that you meet don't know? Because it must be a kind of a little minefield of, I can't actually see how it's going to benefit me. I don't actually know how it's going to really help me move forward. Or I know I need this. Everyone else has it. However, I, I can't see the direct benefit right now. What's it yeah. like to sort of navigate that sort of mindset? Yeah. And one big flag um, for people that are there is usually it comes to their taxes. So maybe their business hasn't been making money. All of a sudden it started making money or they've had this growth and they mm. owe a lot in taxes. And they're like, oh, yeah. okay, I should probably bring somebody else into this because I'm probably doing it wrong. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Something's missing. So that's one big thing. I think the other mindset is, um, I know for me too, especially like I, I'm, I've been in the same places as most people, you know, like I knew how to do accounting, but running a business is a completely different animal. Like you said, there's all these different yeah. pieces and hats, you know, to it. And so I've learned that part of the, the way to grow is to delegate, you know, and so this is part of that delegation process as you might've been doing it. We had a client who actually was a CPA, but she had like an after-school business, after-school program for kids. So she had us hired, even though she knew how to do it, you just get to a point in your business where you shouldn't be doing this part. Like you yeah. should have somebody in your back corner that's the expert that can give you more than just the bookkeeping. They can give you the insights and the strategy and some things to think about as you're making the decisions. And that's where we help businesses is that part. You know, we're coming in as that partner, sidekick, to mm -hmm. people's growth journeys in their business and we're able to fill that gap. And so really from a mindset perspective, it's really like, hey, I recognize that I can't do this whole growing thing by myself. I need help. And we're the experts to help with the financial pieces of the business and help people grow. Nice. That's beautifully put. So you're, you're, you're the deity. You are the guardian angel because it's all about money. It comes back down to money. It keeps the business alive, growing and having all those different areas. So everything that you do, oh my gosh, any investment towards someone like yourself should pay back dividends, should pay back so much. Your job is to earn more money back, right? Yes, yes, exactly. And give yep. the confidence and give the clarity and the peace of mind. Fuck, that's worth enough on its own, just that peace of mind. Right, yes, for sure. So <laughs> from that angle, what, what was it? Let's talk about your business. So what was it for you, like for you? As you started to grow your business, what were the things that maybe the people that you brought on first? Who were the ones that you, you huh, here we go, here are the, who are the ones that you did bring on that helped? And who, who, who are the ones that you actually, in hindsight, was like, fuck, I should have hired these people first. That's what I actually needed, but I didn't know at the time. Yeah, um, and that's a, that's a great question. <laughs> Um, so initially, like, as far as like my internal team, you know, for one of the first people I heard was somebody to help with data entry, you know, so just mm. in terms of like operations. And that's one thing people should think about is like, what in your operations are you doing that maybe isn't worth your time to do, you mm. know, and the way you kind of figure that out is like, you know, how much time are you spending on it? And then what could you be doing? Because most of the time business owners should be the salespeople, right? So what can you do in sales instead of doing this? you know, maybe $12, $15 hour job um, yeah. for the, the person that you could hire. 
Um, some other people, as far as contractors that I hired, I, I bartered actually with a business coach very early on, um, which was a blessing because uh, I knew nothing about having a business. I knew nothing about goal setting or mm. sales or anything. And my business coach helped me figure that stuff out. So that was a really great um, collaboration or hire, if you will, um, for that. And then social media is another one that I, I did because it was not my strong suit, but I knew it was important. You know, and those were kind of the things that I always thought about was like, okay, what do I need to have being done that maybe I'm not strong in or that I know is important and how can I, you know, delegate that kind of go back to that delegation or put those people in place so mm. that I can accomplish this goal, um, <laughs> whatever the goal might be. Um, and that's what I thought a lot about at that point. Um, the people that I wish I probably would have uh, hired sooner. Um, probably would be back to operations because as we continue to grow um, for my firm anyways, um, would definitely have been in taxes. I should have uh, hired somebody who is a lot stronger in taxes than some of the people I tried to hire because yeah. that was something only I was doing, um, which really cut into my time. Um, I think we got it this time, <laughs> last hire, but that's definitely been a struggle and just like learning how to hire um, probably somebody to help with that too would have been the other thing. We have somebody now that we're working with um, to help with the hiring and managing pieces because that's probably one of the most difficult things of growing is learning how to work and grow and manage people like other people. Because yeah. <laughs> so. well, everything up to, up until that point, yes, we have a business. Yes, we have all these different roles we play. However, it's just a job until you yeah. start to bring on more people it's just a job if you have to do everything and we, we, yeah, we, can, talk, we can talk about that for ages but I think that's that's, that's a well-known sort of concept so yeah. so as you go into business stage one no one tells you about all these roles you have to do and you have to become <laughs> a master of everything again admin sales marketing fulfillment oh my gosh next mm. level now oh I need to be a master of hiring who do I bring in What's the right thing to do? How do I even interview someone? There's all these kind of questions that might sort of pop up. Then you have a team. Oh my gosh, now you need to be an expert on how to manage your team, manage these different personalities that aren't yours. People that don't have that ingrained care about your business because yeah. I'm sure they care, but they can't care as deeply as, as you, the business owner. Right. So that's just a couple of levels I've just mentioned there. What's it been like for you as you've sort of leveled up and then found, oh shit, I now need a new brand new skill set. I thought this would be the promised land, but no, I now need to evolve even further. What's that been like? Yeah, leadership development has definitely been a big thing is what I would call it. <laughs> so um, one thing I've definitely learned is like once you hire, like that, it doesn't stop. Like you can't just like be like, I hired this person, it's all good. Um, one of the things that have definitely been a challenge is like, how do we put a structure in place yeah. Um, where there's accountability and um, like management. So like I, I joke with um, my operations manager because I say like, you know, oh, I thought, you know, hiring people was going to give me all this time to just, you know, do whatever. But really what it's done is it's made time for like meetings because you still have to meet with your team members, like a leadership team and each of the levels, you know, kind of go up to make sure everything is still operating. And then setting up mm -hmm. the KPIs, you know, so that there's accountability and you're figuring out yeah. what to measure so that you know you're tracking in the right direction. Oh, hey, data-driven decisions. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 
Exactly. Yeah. It's far beyond just your books too. Once you really start to like understand it. Um, so that's probably been, you know, some of the things that I was like, oh, I didn't realize, like I thought hiring people, it was going to take all these things, you know, off my plate. And then I could just focus on whatever I wanted to. I mean, that is true, but there's still this component of having to lead and manage and show up in a way, because at the end of the day, you're the example. So how you show up is how your team is going to show up, you Mm. know, and it just kind of flows down from you know, there so that Mm. it can go back up, flow back up. So it's, that's been an interesting concept um, probably over the last few years that that has really kind of come more in view um, because Mm. prior to that, I was blessed. I have two sisters that work for me and then I have another employee who's been with me for almost seven years uh, out of the nine years that we've been in business. So she's basically like family, but about two years ago, we hired um, people that I didn't know, like brand new people. <laughs> and so that kind of had to adjust like how we had our internal structure. For what, was, what was that yeah. like? Because that moment there, you, so you, you're hiring sort of family members or yeah, close safe options. Let's kind of say that whether yeah. it's in reality, <laughs> that could be a nightmare for some people. Oh my gosh. Some right. they never work with family. Others are like, it works so well. So each to their own, mm-hmm. you got to find the right thing for you. However, so you you made that transition from people that you knew, whether it was a conscious or a subconscious decision, whether it fell in your lap or whatever it might be, yeah. to then make that change. What was that like? What did that bring up for you personally? Um, you know, I the first thought I had when we were like getting ready to hire these people was like, oh crap, I got to get my stuff together. Because honestly, at that point, I didn't have an employee handbook. We didn't have like a good time tracking system. We didn't have like all of these fundamental pieces really in place. Mm. And so at that point it was like, okay, I really need to start like putting more of a structure in place that everybody can hold to, you know, so it's fair or, you know, like structured um, because we knew we were going to continue to grow as well. So we knew it was like the opportunity to start putting these pieces in place, but Mm. it, it really was like, okay, now this isn't just, this thing I'm doing over here. And now this is like serious. Like at this point, like I can't go backwards anymore. It's like, I have to keep going forward, which really has helped a lot when I've had some low moments, because I think we all have them as business owners where we get kind of in these ruts and we're like, are we, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Should I just go back and get a job? (laughs) Oh, so you've, you've hit what we lovingly call crisis mode. So that point where there's, you maybe you've, overwhelmed you feel like you want to quit run away and hide there's you maybe can't process the information that you do have you show the success but you you want to oh my gosh I'm not quite sure and this comes with doing the things taking the action getting the results that maybe maybe aren't quite right or maybe those results put you in a place called uncomfort which is like Mm. oh this is new I'm not sure about this as you said maybe I should go back and get a job you were never going to do that that was never an option however it was never an option (laughs) those thoughts are very real aren't they (laughs) they are very real yeah and you know it's you know it's all those things sometimes it's like this confidence thing where you're like man I'm not cut out for this kind of you know, growth or business or like, who am I to try and grow, you know, or serve or whatever, you know, you start having all these yeah. cascades of different things happening. That line you just said there, I'm not cut out for this. I just want to pause on that moment. And I want to, there's an awful, I mean, different situations are, you know, we need to look at the elephant in the room, acknowledge it. I'm not cut out for this. Now there's a phrase that traditionally 
we argue that, say, oh no, I am. It's okay. And we get ourselves back in there and get some coaching to say, yeah, it's okay. Yes, I am. Here's why. Another view is to be like, cool, you're not. This version of you, this identity, you are not cut out for this. The next version of you that has these skills, has this understanding and awareness. Now that Megan is a badass. Oh my gosh. She has got this. But you right now, you're the Megan that got you to this level. So no, you're not cut out for the next level. You will be. I think yeah. there's a nuance to that that's, that acknowledges your situation. doesn't have any bullshit around it, but also... Mm -hmm doesn't destroy at the same time that there is there is a route through so yeah. do you kind of subscribe to that kind of mentality have you you've kind of seen that yourself oh yeah definitely I think a lot like how my business has changed so have I you know so like e at each level you know my business structure and operations have had to change yeah. so have I you know yeah. because it is it's like this evolution that happens of just like as you, as you continue to do it, you realize, or at least I've realized, if I want to get to this goal, like you said, I have to become the person that can get to that goal. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what does that look like? Is it making sure that I'm doing my, you know, daily planning? Is it making sure that I'm establishing good habits? Is it taking care of my health better? Making sure I get enough sleep? And that's one thing, um, because of my personal situation, um, I've really been in like the survival mode since I became an adult. I was a teen mom. I was mm. in an abusive marriage, um, got divorced. I have four kids. I'm a solo mom. And my entire adult life, I've been in survival mode. So last year when my divorce was finalizing and all that stuff was ending, I knew that if I was going to be able to be the CEO and the business owner and reach the goals that I wanted to reach, which really for our businesses, just to continue to grow and expand. Mm. Because the more we expand, the bigger impact we get to have on business owners and their success. Um, but what I realized is if I wanted to get there, I needed to, to heal. <laughs> yeah. So like that was, that became a priority for me. I went and did some therapy and really mm. was able to figure out um, better, uh, I don't want to say coping, but almost kind of like better coping methods, but really just a better way to live. Like what I yes. like to say is I was moving from surviving to thriving. And that's really what I intentionally set out to do last fall. And one thing I've really learned from that is a big part of that is taking care of myself and making the time to be able to take care of yourself because it does take up time. But when I don't get enough sleep or I'm not doing my daily habits, personal care habits, um, I, I'm empty. I can't meet with my employees. I can't meet with my clients. I feel drained. I can't mm. show up as a leader if I'm not taking care of myself first, yeah, you know, so <laughs> that's been a really awesome um, revelation because I, I kind of went back into survival mode a bit with tax season because I didn't have a good person on staff, <laughs> but I was able to recognize that. And I think that's part of the healing process too. Yes. Like once you start to shift, you yeah. can recognize it and, and bounce back quicker and that's, now, that's been, beautifully put. I just want to jump in there, if I may. Yeah. That, that's choice. You were you could see this. Now, mm. one area that I think is critical is knowing what to do, but just can't fucking do it. That yeah. I think you could talk about in any area of business. But let's talk about you from the business owner because you know what to do. You probably knew before any coaching, any therapy, anything. You know what you need down to the yeah. basics of water, sleep, sunlight, all this stuff that's 
free and there. However, <laughs> we often put ourselves last and it's yeah. so easily done. So I love that you have the awareness that you can see it, whether you choose to do it or not. I think you mm -hmm. can justify why it's tax season. I need to do this. There are some excuses yeah. and justifications that are stronger than that right now. Yeah. Over time, that is that will change. Yeah. So what is it for you that, what is it for you right now that you know what to do, but is the are the things that are the first things to slip for you? Um, definitely probably sleep <laughs> because I'll have this mentality of like, oh, I have all this stuff I have to do. So like, I got to cut into my sleep schedule, you know, to yeah. try and get all this stuff done. Um, crazily or interestingly enough, um, my body is rejecting that more and more. The more I, the more I take care of myself, the more I'm on a schedule, my body's just like, nope, I'm not staying up. <laughs> so like, I'm becoming this thing where it's like, all right, now I have to just plan because even if I want to, my body is just like, nope, we've experienced the good life. We're not going back. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hey, I've, we've you've shown me this good stuff. Um, can we please? I, yeah. I'm not cut out for this. And your mind's yeah, like, exactly. guys, we've got we we need to work. So you oh, so you have that, you have the inner battle, the mind and the body. They're all telling yeah. you stuff. Right. And <laughs> right now, you are the mind. You're controlling the mind rather than being the body. Listen to the body, yeah. letting that control. So there's a slight misalignment there, which is, it's funny to sort of personify that and see the, the yeah. inner <laughs> dialogue that happens. Love that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, yeah, it's pretty funny. And then, you know, the, the other things I think would be like uh, things that I enjoy, you know, because the to-do list is always there, but like, what's going to mm. help fill me back up, you know, and that may just be, I love going, we live in Florida, so I love going to the beach. So am I making time for beach trips or hiking mm. trips or spending time, you know, with my kids? Um, and, or, you know, it could be as simple as like coloring, you know, as, which or reading a book that I've been wanting yeah. to read, you know, so like it doesn't have to be anything super complex or expensive or anything. It's just like, what are those things on a daily basis that I can do? to make sure I'm filling myself back up. Mm. And uh, a lot of times, like those will be kind of the things that I'll push aside, like, oh, I don't have time for that. Or, oh, I don't have time for this. But again, like as the more I'm healing and learning about myself and how I operate, the more I'm seeing is like, those things are essential to me being able to do all the other things. Because mm. when I'm tired or I'm feeling down, like I'm not as efficient. I'm not as motivated. I don't show up the same way. But when I do, then I'm able to actually get more stuff done or think yeah. clearer or <laughs> be a better leader. So then I can delegate, you know, to the right people or follow up with them, you and know, so it's just there it is. Yeah. That desire to be a better leader has mm -hmm. to start with oneself and it does trickle yeah. down. Um to set the example of, well, I work 80 hours a week and I expect my team to do so. That mentality, I guess it comes from the right place. However, that's creating little subcultures around the business. Mm -hmm. So, and it's, and these things are crumbs subconscious. If someone sees, sees someone they admire and look up to, or they're fucking scared of because you pay their salary doing one thing, how do I mimic? How do I do that? And of course, they're doing it for a reason of maybe the, the business owner is like, I will do all the work. I'll work all these hours. I don't expect you to. And now there's a misalignment. Oh my gosh, these 
the communication, the assumptions that come into play are can be everywhere. So again, we're back to alignment yeah. and and awareness, and the awareness that maybe we don't see what happens within within our teams and the, the subcultures and all these other other things because we're all focused on what we're trying to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, what is your focus going forward? Where crumbs? Where are you taking Sidekick Accounting Services over? the rest of this year maybe in the next sort of three years what is the plan who is the new identity that you're not quite there yet but you're going to be yeah (laughs) so I'm really excited about uh where we're going this year has been a lot of um a lot of uh restructuring or Mm. um uh like really foundation setting I would say because where we're trying to go is is continuing to be up you know so like how can we do that thinking forward when we have more employees we've got eight there's eight of us now um by the end of the year we should be hitting 10 you know but like how do we start building all those pieces and then the biggest thing i'm trying to figure out is how do i get myself out of every operational piece of the business (laughs) and really like figuring out how to build that structure so that as we continue to grow we can grow without having the buck stop with me because honestly, I've been the bottleneck of like every every challenge pretty much. Than me. Yeah. <laughs> so how do I get myself out of it? Um, you know, to that point, so that everything really runs and operates smoothly. Not so that I'm not working because I'm definitely going to continue to be working. Yeah. Um, but just in the terms of like making sure that everything is efficiently flowing. Um, and so we've been doing a lot of that. So this next half of the year is really focusing on um, our campaigns. So we're going to be yeah. rolling out a number of different campaigns, um, new education, um, some courses and webinars and uh, different like digital assets because we're a national firm. So we work with clients across the, across the U.S. So just being able to leverage that market more. Um, so that's going to be really exciting. So in three years, you know, I'm hoping that we have another whole set of team of bookkeepers. Like right now we've got a team and it's about five. Well, we've got our supervisor and then um, there should be seven people under her between bookkeepers and data entry people. So we're hoping to have another whole team of that um, Mm. in three years and just like be able to serve hundreds of clients across the U.S. Um, And we're really excited about, you know, that growth and how that's going to reflect and then me as a person, um, you know, I am working on showing up in more podcasts and kind of sharing my story and the challenges and the successes and how other people can do it too. Because mm. my business has been such a huge lifeline for my family, um, yeah. carrying us through some really hard situations. But that's usually the case for other business owners. Like our businesses support our families, but they also then have this ripple effect into our employees' families and our communities because we can give back. So successful yeah. businesses just impact so many things. And that's really what we're trying to do. We're trying to help people be successful in their business so they can have this impact that just kind of ripples out and out and out and, and changes our little piece of the world. <laughs> so. Change the world one little piece at a time. Love that. <laughs> Megan, thank you so, so much for being with us today, for sharing you. your business, how you've merged and moved and gone through the different transitions and you know behind the scenes what it's like for you as you continue to evolve and grow thank you so much thank you it's been a pleasure if you want to find out more about about you and the work that you do where can they find you um so i'm on linkedin facebook and instagram under megan schwan or sidekick accounting 
Um, and then our website is sidekick-accounting.com. Um, and so if you have any business questions or issues, we do free consultations. That link is right on our calendar on our website. So I'd love to talk to people about their businesses and how we might be able to help or just in general. I love helping business owners. So. Yeah, we are perfect. If you're curious, you're like, hell yeah, I need some help with this. And I realize that now I actually do need to reach out, reach out to Megan. For Beautiful. Sure. Hey, thank you so much. It's been so much fun. Thank you. Yes, it was a blast. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.